This is the Fantasy Football Podcast, where we take data and convert it into fantasy success. No bias, no hot takes, only victory. This is the Fantasy Alchemist Podcast, and now your host, Dustin Chandry. Welcome into episode 55 of the Fantasy Alchemist podcast. For today's episode, we will be doing a recap of key observations and trends from around the league in week 18, the final week of the regular season. Now, this will only be targeted towards teams and players that had meaningful games and snaps. Obviously, we're not going to be talking about teams that played their entire backups at their skill position players, but there's still some key observations that need to be had as we go into the NFL playoffs and as we head into the 2024 season. Now, before we get started, I want to remind you, you can follow and interact with the show. We are on Twitter at FFAlchemistPod. Now verified, we are at FFAlchemistPod. You can also email the show any questions at FantasyAlchemistPodcast at gmail.com. Now let's start with the Pittsburgh Steelers and one of the most polarizing players in all of fantasy football, especially in dynasty leagues, and that is Steelers wide receiver George Pickens, because in weeks 16 and 17, George Pickens had 15 total targets and an outstanding 55.5 PPR points in that two-game sample. However, on Saturday in week 18, George Pickens, he had zero targets on 81% of snaps played. Now, on the season, Pickens has had four weeks, four games, where he has been over 20 PPR points, but he also has 10 weeks where he has been below 10 PPR points. Now, the Steelers as a team, they had 39 team carries to 20 total team targets in Week 18. That's a delta of plus 19 carries. Last week, the delta was plus 25 25 additional carries over team targets. Their previous high on the season was plus seven carries over targets. Now, Pittsburgh in the last two weeks has certainly found their offensive identity entering the NFL playoffs. Now, the player who has benefited the most from this has been running back Najee Harris. He had 31 total opportunities on Saturday in Week 18. He had 26 carries plus five targets. That was a season-high 31 total opportunities. Now, from Week's Three through 16, so a majority of the season, Najee Harris averaged 16.3 opportunities per game. The last two weeks, weeks 17 and 18, he has averaged 29 opportunities per game. Now, furthermore, Najee Harris's backfield opportunity share over teammate Jalen Warren has climbed each week since a week 15 low when he was at 43%. Again, week 15, 43% opportunity backfield share. Week 16 climbed to 58%. Week 17, 61%. And then in week 18 was all the way at 68%. Another running back who had a season high in total opportunities in week 18 was Colts running back Jonathan Taylor. He had a season high, 32 opportunities, 188 rushing yards, and he finished with 27.6 PPR points. Now, this is only the third game this year where Jonathan Taylor has played over 70% of snaps. And in that three-game sample, he averages 20 PPR points. 
Furthermore, the number and percentage of games that Jonathan Taylor has played over 70% of snaps by season. In 2021, he played 9 out of 17. That's 53% of games where he was on the field for 70% of snaps. 2022, he played 8 of 10, 80%. In 2023, he only played 3 of 10 games where he was over 70% snap share. As for the Houston Texans, rookie quarterback C.J. Stroud has unlocked third-year receiver Nico Collins. On Sunday, Nico Collins caught all nine targets for 195 yards, one touchdown. He finished with 34.5 PPR points. He finished as wide receiver three on the week. Now, this is the fifth time this season that Collins has finished inside the weekly top five. Not only was 2023 a career high, but Collins smashed his 2022 marks. He has twice as many receptions year over year. He has two and a half times more receiving yardage. He has four times as many touchdowns, and he has three times more PPR points on the season. Bengals rookie wide receiver Andrea Isovas led the team in targets in week 18. That is the second time in three, three weeks that the rookie has done this. He had a 20% target share in week 16, and he had a 25% target share here in week 18. Fellow rookie Charlie Jones, he led the Bengals in receiving yardage. He had 49 receiving yards, which was a career high on three targets. Now, this is important because because both Jones and Isovas should be on your radar as dynasty stashes with the questionable return of both Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins. Now, Bengals running back Joe Mixon, he also had his best yards per carry of his career in Week 18. He had 111 rushing yards on just 14 carries at 7.9 yards per carry. And since their Week 7 bye, Joe Mixon is averaging 18 PPR points per game with eight out of 11 finishes inside the weekly top 15. Joe Mixon is consistently undervalued and underappreciated in fantasy football. Joe Mixon has finished with three straight annual finishes inside the running back top 10 in total PPR points. And we have to give a shout out to Lions rookie tight end Sam Laporta, who finished week 18 with five receptions and his 10th touchdown of the season. Laporta now holds the most receptions by a rookie tight end in NFL history, and he is only one of three rookie tight ends to achieve at least 10 touchdowns in their rookie season. Even with poor and interchangeable quarterback play, Vikings wide receiver Justin Jefferson has still averaged the following per game since his week 15 return. He averages 11 targets, 32% target share, 119 yards receiving, and 22.1 PPR points. Even with terrible quarterback play, Justin Jefferson continues to be one of the elite wide receivers in all of fantasy football. On Sunday, Jaguars tight end Evan Ingram, he led the team with 13 targets. He caught 10 of them for 79 yards and a touchdown. Now, Evan Ingram ends 2023 with 114 catches. That is the second most by a tight end in NFL history. Furthermore, Ingram is one of two tight ends in the league this year to lead their team in targets, Travis Kelsey being the other. Titans rookie running back Tajay Spears he averaged almost 15 opportunities per game in the previous five weeks. However, in week 18, he had a near season low six opportunities. Nonetheless, Spears had a season high 8.3 yards per carry, 
13.6 yards per reception with a minimum of at least two receptions. He had his first multi-touchdown game of his career. He had 21.6 PPR points on just six touches. Now with Derrick Henry set for free agency, Tajay Spears is definitely a name that could shoot up draft boards as we get closer to 2024. Jets running back Brees Hall has been an absolute juggernaut over the last three games to finish the season. The last three games, his total, he has had 97 total opportunities. He's had 70 carries plus 27 targets. He has 507 total yards. He has four touchdowns, and, and over the last three games, Brees Hall is just short of 100 total PPR points. He has finished with 99.7 PPR points over the last three. The New Orleans Saints had 25 team targets in Week 18. That is below their season average of 34 per game. But what was interesting is that 10 different players had at least one target. In fact, no player had more than four targets in total. That is the third time since Week 14 that the Saints' highest target earner has failed to break more than six targets in a game. In Week 18, Packers rookie wide receiver Dontavian Wicks led the team in targets and receptions. He was 6 of 7. He had two total touchdowns. He finished with 24.1 PPR points, which was good for wide receiver 5 on the week. And on top of that, he had a season-best 21.8 target share. Now, in fact, Dontavian Wicks only has 33 receptions on the season, but he has been over 10 yards per catch in every single game this year. Raiders running back Zamir White has been incredibly consistent and productive in four straight games without Josh Jacobs in the lineup. White's per-game stats from week 15 through 18, he has 24 opportunities per game, 114 yards. He averages 15.1 PPR points. In fact, Zamir White has three straight games, over 100 total yards, and he has seen his opportunity volume climb every game. In week 15, he had 21 total opportunities. Week 16, he had 23. Week 17, he had 26. And then last week in week 18, he had a season-high 27 total opportunities. Cardinals rookie wide receiver Michael Wilson has had six targets in back-to-back -back games, including week 18. Now, Wilson has only broken 20% target share in two games this season, season, but both of those instances occurred in week 17 and 18. Now, as for Cardinals running back James Conner, he has been running back two in points per game at 24.2 PPR points from weeks 13 through 18. And in, in week 18, Connor had a season-high 31 total opportunities with 5.5 yards per carry and 13.5 yards per reception. He had 30.4 PPR points. He finished as running back one on the week. And then lastly, quarterback Kyler Murray, since his week 10 return, he has had at least five carries in all but one game. He's played in eight games so far this year, and he averages 30 yards rushing with three rushing touchdowns so far this season. That totals an average of 5.3 fantasy football points per game just from his rushing alone. And that is consistent with his rushing production from the previous two seasons. The Bills had their highest combined team target total, 37 total team targets, since their week 13 bye week. Now their team target totals over the last four weeks, it was a season low 13 total team targets in week 15 and it's climbed since. Week 16 was 21, week 17 it was 28, and then 
On Sunday in week 18, it was 37. The 37 team targets is more in line with their season average prior to their bye week. Nonetheless, no Bills player has had more than eight targets in a game since week 14. Now with Gabe Davis leaving early in that week 18 game due to injury, Bills receiver Khalil Shakir did the following. He, he played 77% of snaps, he matched a season-high six targets, and he broke 100 receiving yards for the second time this season. And then lastly, I'll mention that even with Raheem Mostert out in Week 18, Devon Achain only had 11 total opportunities on Sunday Night Football. He had a 55% opportunity backfield share over Jeff Wilson. Now, the previous week, even with Mostert out also in Week 17, Achan was at a 63% share. So that'll wrap up episode 55. We'll be back with another episode either late this week or early next. We'll, look, we'll do a full season recap, maybe hand out a few uh, season awards here, and then we'll get into off-season mode. So again, make sure you follow the show. We are at FFAlchemistPod on Twitter, and you can, you can also email us at FantasyAlchemistPodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Alchemist Podcast. You can follow the pod on Twitter at FFAlchemistPod or email us at FantasyAlchemistPodcast at gmail.com.